0: On today's show, now that the Lakers have been eliminated, is the AD for Kyrie Irving sign-and-trade back on? Is that deal back on? Are the Lakers back in the Kyrie Irving business? Let's we'll talk about that, some more deals on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown mavs. <laughs> You don't believe you shouldn't be here.
1: Loyalty never fades away.
0: And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, Media Member and NBA Channel Manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show. Listening every day and making Lockdown Maps your first listen each and every day. Join the Raccoon Squad, be an everydayer, subscribe or follow for free. Just search Lockdown Mavericks wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know in the comment section. Would you do a Kyrie Irving for Anthony Davis trade? Just straight up, would you do that? Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA when you enter the promo code locked on NBA. They'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style Tumblr. I got one. Isaac's got one. They'll do that with yes. every order. If you want to support the show, text us, get text alerts from us on Mavs rumors and more throughout the offseason. Subscribe to our subtext. Click the link in the description below. And joining me, as always, my co host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The Laker lover of the One More Thing King. What you got for me, Isaac Harris?
1: call me laker lover one more time Lamer. um Lamer. i just want <laughs> <laughs> guys i just you know i got a lot of time i got I, I gotta take a lot of time right now to think about just my future and what's going on and uh yeah i don't, I don't know if i want to pod next year and hey does anybody else want to hear can i interview with anybody else so i can get this out there more that uh Yeah, I just don't know if I'm going to play next year. I got a lot to think about.
0: Did you get it out of your system?
1: I just want to tell you that right now. Did you get it out of your system? I want to make sure that I stay in the limelight and keep the attention.
0: On today's show, we'll get into... uh, We'll talk about a Jared Allen deal that we saw on our friends, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. They they put up a Jared Allen deal, so we'll talk about that. They're about to be our
1: best friends. Yeah,
0: (laughs) we'll talk about that a little (laughs) later. Uh, But we want to start with Celtics and Lakers' potential trades. The Celtics almost eliminated. We thought they would be eliminated tonight, but they weren't. Uh, they forced it. they forced a game 5. The Lakers were eliminated though, so we'll start here with them. When the Lakers made the Western Conference Finals, I think a lot of us looked at that team and said, "Well," and we heard reports from Mark Stein and from others that said the Lakers are not interested in Kyrie Irving. They think that they've righted the ship or they've, you know, they've gotten back to winning ways and they figured out a way for them to win and succeed, and then they go get swept in the Western Conference Finals. And for any for any normal team, you'd think, wow, what a turnaround. You start two and ten, you're terrible all year, and then all of a sudden you make this turnaround and make the Western Conference final. That's not enough for LeBron. It just isn't every year. And he's been fairly patient with this Lakers thing so far. Uh, wherein like they think, okay, he makes them go get Anthony Davis, but then they have some off years and all that. Like we haven't seen the same kind of push that he did on like that he did on Cleveland. Like that was a next level push that he made for that that front office to improve that team now we're seeing like Isaac joked earlier about the you know you know it's wearing on me I, I may retire trying to put pressure to me at least that that shows signs of trying to put pressure on the front office Isaac just thinks he's a narcissist but he's trying to put pressure on the on the front office to do that are the Lakers back in the Kyrie Irving business and that that matters for the Mavericks because then it would have to be some kind of signing trade
1: yeah. I mean, I, I joke, I think it can be both of them. I think he, he, he does love the he narrative tra- attention now. No, 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 no. Cause I do think it's both. He does love the narrative attention spotlight and controlling that. But I do think it is a way for him to put pressure on Palink and them too of, yeah, I can, let me just, uh, you don't want to go get Kyrie. You're not interested in Kyrie. Well, let me think about taking a year off and just, uh, hanging out at USC with Bronny and, you know, and then just going to whatever team Bronny signs or you know gets drafted by a year later, but it, yes, that I'm a little bit more scared now just because of the fashion in which they went out. Like you said, I me mean, to get swept like that, uh, is it, is to just look a bit
0: worse in every way. Like in in every facet of the game, it seemed like Anthony Davis just got outplayed. In like so clearly by Jokic and so clearly and that Lakers guards obviously so clearly got outplayed by Jamal Murray. They just had no shot and no chance to even keep up with them. In almost any facet of the game, it felt like LeBron had to put together an insane some would call an impressive, impressive fight in this. I mean, they looked so impressed, impressive getting beat for like, this is the most impressive sweep i
1: sweep. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys incredible. have seen
0: the Brian windhorse clip of him saying that this was the most impressive sweep that he's ever seen. Uh, then LeBron's was the most impressive. My God,
1: that is the definition of carrying that water. <laughs> His back is hurting. He
0: carried that all the way up the hill, <laughs> uh, all the way up to the Hollywood sign and then poured it back down. But, uh, but, but LeBron still had to go put up 40 in a, in a game four and they still lost that game. Like they just, they just couldn't get it. And so seeing how far away they are, does it reopen talks for Kyrie Irving and that, brings it to to us let's just talk about this if LeBron Mm, pushed if LeBron pushed him and was like hey AD's not it like he's he's every other day whether he plays or not injury wise but even when he even when he's out there like he's got to bring it he was supposed to be the best player on this team and he wasn't what if they did what if they said all right we'll trade Anthony Davis for Kyrie Irving straight up do the sign and trade send it in if you're the Mavericks how do you respond
1: well, it kind of depends on what Kyrie wants, right? You know, there's a, you know, if Kyrie goes to you and says, Hey, like I want, I want to play for the Lakers. I was at game four. I was setting courtside again. Yeah. I was, um, at, I was
0: in the first round. I wasn't there in the third, the second round.
1: Him and Trey young. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Trae Young. Um, but no, you know, if Kyrie goes to, you know, we talked the other day about the D'Angelo Russell, I think when horse even threw that out there's like, you know, Dallas, would have to cooperate and all this stuff. We joked about that or we said like Dallas does not have to cooperate with with the Lakers. They, they don't. Could,
0: but they're not forced to.
1: Exactly. They're they not forced to. Um, there is a world that, you know, the Lakers could you know try to create some cap space. Kyrie had to take a little bit less money um, and they could probably make it work, you know, like that because it's not they don't have a ton of salary, you know, next year outside of AD and LeBron. Uh, but the AD one, you, you got to listen to, you know, if Kyrie goes to you and says, Hey, I'm, I want to go to the Lakers. I am actually even willing to go there for a little bit less money for in the thirties or something. That's what they can create in cap space, but they're interested in, in a complete, like kind of switch up of that roster. And they are interested in an in Anthony Davis, you know, type trade. Um, that's what LeBron wants. You know, l- let's say all of that. If that's the case, and Kyrie wants out, Kyrie wants to go to Lakers. Anthony Davis is probably the best consolation prize you could possibly imagine. Because um, you're not, I'm not saying like I,
0: that from Phoenix.
1: <laughs> yes, because the other packages that they have, I'm just not interested in. I mean, we said it the other day, I don't want any part of D'Angelo Russell. No. Um, we have we have talked about. I mean, we we have looked into, you know, would it, could they put together, you know, somehow a sign-and-trade with Rui and Vanderbilt, and would Reeves have to be a sign-and-trade separate from that? Could they walk away from it with, like, Rui, Reeves, you know, their 16th overall pick, and Vanderbilt, and you're like, oh, all right, that's, yeah, and it's like, okay. I mean, that's it, it, okay. That's better than you know, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley thing. But if Kyrie wants to go to the Lakers and they're they're willing to put Anthony Davis on the table for that, I will say I don't think Colin Coward's thing is far off base uh, that he said the other day. But um, you could do worse in consolation prizes.
0: We're coming up. Let's talk about should they do it if it's in front of them and them and it's offered. Should the Mavericks do that or should they try and figure out something else? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about bird dogs. Ooh, bird dogs. They make incredible shorts and clothing and all kinds of stuff. You need to check it out and see what they have at Bird Dogs. Uh, the fit, the comfort, the versatility. Uh, one of the things we like about it best is, you know, it's it's Texas, it's summer. A lot of us work in these uh, in the offices or places where it's a little more casual. The dress is not, you don't have to wear pants. And so. I'm not going around in pants if I don't have to. You,
1: let's just say you can wear shorts. I'd, I'd wear it that way.
0: <laughs> and if you're going to wear shorts, and if you can wear shorts to your office, to a meeting, or whatever, Bird Dogs has the ones for you. So go check out birddogs.com slash on You can get a free Tumblr with every purchase if you go to that URL. Again, birddogs.com slash on And it is bird dogs, like the, the two animals. Yes. See everything that they have available there. Go check it out. Again, the promo code On NBA. And uh, you'll get a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti to, uh, Tumblr for, for all that. So check out the clothing. Love the shorts. I've been wearing them. Uh, you've been wearing them. They're, they're awesome. They uh, have like a lining, they feel super, super comfortable and all that. Again, check it out birddogs.com slash locked on NBA. <laughs> all right, Isaac Harris. You do need to I wear. Love how, you do need to wear pants.
1: <laughs> I just love how you worded that. Uh, you know, we're in we're in Texas. Some of our jobs are a little bit more casual. You don't have to wear pants. Um, somebody's listening to this and like, okay, how casual? If are I don't you? have to
0: wear pants, then I, I'm not going to wear pants.
1: I guess technically you don't have to wear pants for your job. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm not wearing pants now.
1: <gasps> don't stand up.
0: Uh, let, let's let's keep talking about this. If if the Lakers were or if the Maps were offered. The Lakers, Anthony Davis, for Kyrie Irving, and said, "Hey, we want to move on from this. We think reuniting LeBron and Kyrie gives us a better shot than what Anthony Davis was able to give us. Do you do it?" And, and to me, I think you have to. I think you have to at that point. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you gotta do it. Because
0: you're not getting something better from Phoenix, and there is a chance the Kyrie, the Kyrie wild card. I've been I've been holding it. Do I have a card? The Kyrie wild card of just like, Uh-oh. like hey. This is my wild card. I could I could play it. You just it.
1: have a random business card.
0: No, it's a it's like a it's a credit card. Blockbuster. Uh, no, it's a Venmo card. Uh, you could you can play it. I could play this wild card at any point and just do something off the wall. I'm taking a year off. I'm taking a month off. I'm retiring from basketball. He could play. I'm gonna go to the Lakers for the the mid level exception, or he could do any of those things. You just don't know. I don't think that he'll do those things. Logic tells you that he shouldn't do any of those things. He should take the money from the Mavericks and try to make it work in Dallas, a team that will flip over backwards for him and do do cartwheels at any moment for him because they're so desperate and need that talent. But if you could get Anthony Davis, is, is Luka and Anthony Davis and all the other stuff that they could do, they'd still have the 10th pick to do something. They'd still have a future pick to do something. Is that team good enough? Like, Does that team, you feel better about that team?
1: Yeah, it's it's good enough. Yeah, for I mean for sure. Because the the whole thing about letting like if Kyrie wanted to go to the Lakers and you know, I even said this the other day, I'm like, you know, if 80's not on the table, I'm like, I'd almost as well just take the cap space, right? I'd almost take the I'd take the cap space over Russell and Beasley package. Yes. I'm sorry, It's just like how how I viewed that but whatever you could possibly get in free agency this summer is not going to be the same as Anthony Davis. So if Anthony Davis is on the table, you're not going to sit there and say, no, y'all can keep a D we're going to chase blank in free agency. And it's like, "Uh." so if it's on the table, yes, you take Anthony Davis and you pair him with Luca. He's 30 years old. He's under contract for a couple more years. Um, you know, we could talk about all the history. So I'm not even gonna do the whole like fit and all that stuff. If he's on the table, you take him. I think one of the questions of this, what I've been trying to entertain a little bit, it, which is, I mean, it's just re- like really sad. But let's say 80s not not on the table, and the more likely, realistic scenario is like they're going to try to chase Kyrie without giving up Anthony Davis. You totally get that. Yeah. But what if is there somebody you know? What if they attach that first round pick? to a d'angelo russell you know whatever that package is could you flip that somewhere else could it could you turn into a three-team deal to where it's like a rebuilding team that would value that first round pick a little bit more that would give you something else besides a d'angelo russell that you would be okay with um because here's the tricky thing about signing trades too that you got there's so many different layers to it that you know, the receiving team that's getting the sign and traded player is now going to be hard capped. Um, a, a player that you're going to sign and trade to another team, that player has to get a deal at, l- at least three years. Um, so it, you know, who, let's just say they sign and traded D'Angelo Russell. Well, whoever they trade them to has to agree to a three year, at least a three year deal for yeah. D'Angelo Russell. So, uh, have fun with that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. The so net. anyway, that's just something I've the been warrior, trying. to think. The Warriors had fun with that and sent him off like almost immediately afterwards.
1: Well, well, okay. Let me say this real quick. It's kind of related, but this kind of goes into. We've gotten some tweet. We got another tweet today. I was like, Hey, what about the Christian Wood sign and trade? Can we get anything from that? Here's the here's the hurdles with the Christian Wood sign and trade. Shocking here. I don't think Christian Wood's value is like going to net him twenty five million dollars a year right now. I would go out on a limb and say. The contract that Christian Wood signs this summer, is probably going to try to be another like prove it deal because I just don't, I personally don't think teams are going to be lining up to give him a four year deal somewhere. And if they do, it's going to be at an average annual salary that we know Adam Pensack's not going to be about. So I I think that's that's the tricky part about this is to sign and trade Christian Wood, you're going to have to sign him to at least the three year deal, which he's not not probably going to agree to. So that's why I'm not even really like putting my mind around (laughs) sign and trade things to get back for Christian wood. I mean, unless it's somebody like the Clippers and they're and they're like, Hey, Nick Batum for Christian wood. And we'll take Christian wood on a three year deal. But then you're going to have to get Christian wood to agree on a deal around like $11 million a year, $10 million a year. I just don't know. Is he, do they, you know, realize that that's probably what his value is now. I don't know. Sorry, that was a separate tangent that it kind of related to it with signing trades.
0: Yeah. No, and, and and that's you have to find value. Like you have to find where the value is. And so I think if if and I think Kyrie is more valuable to the Lakers than he is to any other team besides Dallas in the in the NBA right now because of because oh. of LeBron, because of where they are, because of the pressure that he can put. And so that's why you talk about could Anthony Davis be the, the one? I, I don't think so. You also heard Rob Plinka today say that's a high priority to keep our core players together. And then Kyle Kuzma quote tweeted that quote and said, I've heard that before.
1: So, whoa, no, he didn't. I did didn't see, see that. that. <laughs> oh, that's incredible.
0: So, but to me, their core players are LeBron AD, Reeves.
1: It's just stop there.
0: <laughs> Rui, Vanderbilt. Lonnie Walker may have become one
1: because of some of his. There's no way they can keep his, him.
0: But that he, but like. Reeves and Rui are restricted free agents, so they have to figure out how to keep them. Lonnie Walker and D'Angelo Russell are unrestricted free agents. Vanderbilt has four point six million dollar like one year deal left. Uh, Mo Bamba's got his non guaranteed. I don't know if I don't know what he counts as because he's been injured. Would he have played? Mm. Who knows? Malik Beasley's got a team option. They've just got some weird stuff. And so, I, I
1: will say this: they have some pieces that would be interested in sure, but not for like swapping out Kyrie like. I do think Rui or Austin Reeves or Jared Vanderbilt, yeah. like if they got moved around and there's other separate deals and they ended up somehow in Dallas or Dallas could get one of those guys for the MLE or something like that, I would be down because I, I like a lot of those guys.
0: But even if you got Rui and Reeves, or if you just get, let's just Rui or Reeves and Vanderbilt. Let's just say it's Rui and Vanderbilt. You basically just recouped what you got, what you sent for, and maybe they get the 17th pick. In the, yeah. in the draft from the Lakers, like you basically just recouped what you sent out for Kyrie, right? You sent out Spencer Dinwiddie, Minnie Smith, and a future first. You basically just recouped that. So maybe some people would want to set press the reset. I don't think the Mavericks can afford to do that, and so I don't think that's, you can. That's I, the thing, yeah. I don't think you can do a Kyrie trade unless it's Anthony Davis, and I don't think the Lakers are going to do that. So I think that it's not going to happen because, again, like we said, like we said a couple times, the Mavericks are not they don't have to do any of these deals because I don't think that anybody else can get Kyrie unless you, they got to do a lot of stuff. The Lakers would have to just lose everybody. And it's a high priority for them yeah. to keep their core players together, according to their GM today, <laughs> yeah. even though a former player disagrees with that sentiment. Uh, but th- but that's what it is right now. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think the, it, the conversation it's opened up, at least for us to talk about it, but I don't know if the conversation has opened back up on the Lakers side of things. The other thing about, about the Lakers that people are talking about, you know, it, they, they got swept. Yes, they seem so far away. They also just put this team together. Sometimes it takes a little bit in a training camp and an off season to to figure out what you are, to be a little bit better. Maybe they get a little bit closer. I don't think they'd match Denver, but they'd, be, they'd probably be better than they were if they had a full season instead of just like, they basically threw this team together in a month.
1: <laughs> and like, I mean, Malik Beasley, didn't he say in his ex-interviews that, Give us a training camp, and I don't see anybody beating us in a series next year. It's like,
0: <laughs> that's some great right. confidence from a guy that couldn't couldn't play in the playoffs. I'm
1: yeah, I know. I was like, "Yes, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more." But
0: but I do think that they're. I don't think that they're as in desperate of. They're like in a desperate state. Maybe LeBron thinks that, and <laughs> maybe that's why he just, he floated the retirement thing out there. Well,
1: I mean, that, because that's the other thing. It's like what what's the other. If what they the want to keep the, yeah. yeah. And LeBron wants them to go all in for something. Well, they're,
0: they're doing the same thing the Mavs are doing. They're like, all right, we have this Beasley contract. We have this Bamba contract and we have uh, this 17th pick. And let's, let's try to move. Like, let's try to move some of these things around and try and get some talent for it and get a I couple mean, like one they, or two more scorers is what they're trying to get.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to entertain the sign and trade market. It's just the moment that they sign and trade somebody, they're hard capped. And you already have AD and LeBron making over 40-something million. Because, like, there's a world where I, I'm like, could they call up Phoenix and say, like, hey, Beasley, Bamba, and the 16th pick for Chris Paul? You know, it's like, Ugh. I, you know, it's, it's like stuff like that. So let them do their thing. I just don't want to do business with them. So <laughs> <laughs> please, Kyrie, don't go there. Uh, coming up after the break, I'll (laughs) I'll throw at you a different, uh, three-way Kyrie trade if he wants to go somewhere else.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, let's keep running with this. We'll we'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel has everything covered for the NBA finals. They have all kinds of different stuff. You can check out FanDuel Sportsbook and see, uh, what they have. They have all kinds of stuff that you can put money down on. Uh, go check out, uh, they already have, this is insane, (laughs) They have wow. rookie of the year, 2023-24, Wembenyama versus the field. That's the first thing that came up when I searched FanDuel NBA. Wembenyama is minus 245. The field is plus 186. Wow. That's interesting. So you put down 100 bucks on the field, and if the field wins, you win uh, 186 bucks. You have to put down $245 to win $100 on Victor Wembenyama. I think I put money on the field on that one. Just for just for sake of what know, if he man. doesn't play enough games or what oh, yeah. if he, you know, like, I don't know. Scoot Henderson goes off for the, the Hornets or something. I don't know, but
1: it's just going to be all him in San Antonio. And I know. I, I mean, he could average like 22 a game next year. What
0: if they try to play team basketball or something, you know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> these other teams, the Rockets, the, other, the Rockets. We'll see how it's for Grady the Dick. Hornets. <laughs>
0: he's, the, he's the field plus 186. <laughs> He's in the field. So if you want to check out that, check out all kinds of other stuff on FanDuel Sportsbook, go to fanduel.com slash locked on. All right, Isaac Harris, we're talking about the Lakers and the Mavericks. Are the sign-and-trade options open back up for Kyrie to the Lakers? We talked about Anthony Davis before. We'll probably push off the Jared Allen conversation, and we'll maybe we'll hit Celtics. Oh yeah, today, I
1: forgot about that.
0: Yeah, we'll push it off to a different day because we're, we're going in on this Lakers thing. So g- yeah, give me okay. your other Kyrie option.
1: Okay. What if Kyrie wanted to go to Phoenix? Could they loop in Boston somehow? In some some framework of a Kyrie? He, ho- hold on. Does he sad? No. Does
0: he sound sad to anybody else, guys? Like, does Isaac sound sad to anybody else? <laughs>
1: Because I don't, because like doing these hypotheticals is just not fun because I, I like still a, think he's coming back. This is like a Charlie um.
0: Brown fake trade. Like, this is like if Charlie Brown set up a fake trade.
1: All right. There's obviously other pieces that you'd have to put it with this to make it work. But the framework of Kyrie to Phoenix, Jalen Brown to Dallas, DeAndre Ayton, and Chris Paul to Boston.
0: Whew. Yeah, the stuff is going to Boston <laughs> for for sure. The Mavs no, are, yeah. are sending more stuff to Boston.
1: The tenth pick is going to Boston.
0: Um, It'd be funny you know. to have Kyrie in a Boston deal that where he doesn't go to Boston because oh, he's yeah. not he's not going back there. That's <laughs> that's for sure. That I mean that'd be amazing. Like, that'd be an inc- to get Jalen Brown for Kyrie in in some way, even if if you have to add some stuff to it. Yeah, that's a steal.
1: Let's can we talk about Boston even though they won?
0: Yeah, yeah, we thought they'd be eliminated. So we've been talking about these teams that have been eliminated. If the maps can, you know, vulture some stuff from them.
1: Yeah, they're just buying time. Um, (laughs) Hey, I can't.
0: Hey, they said, don't let them get one. Don't let them get one. Yeah, they got one.
1: Um, I can't. I can't tell you how much I've made a a complete like kind of one eighty on Grant Williams. I was, th- you know, I did that solo pod like a month ago and yeah. I was like, I don't even know if I would like make the call on Grant Williams. And there's just been something about the playoffs, man, of just like, I I get it. He poked the bear with Jimmy, but yeah, he was like the only dude that was willing to like actually get up in there and do the thing. And like, I, I don't know. I, I think you'd be a decent Maverick and he wears Lucas every game. <laughs> he Lu- has. Lucas- That's Luca true. He hasn't game. worn them. <laughs> He loves those shoes, man.
0: I've been in on him. I think he's, I think he's like a competitive idiot and not just like an idiot in general, you know, like you need some of those kind of guys where you need a guy that's just like, all right, I know he's I'm a, not as,
1: he's a smart idiot.
0: I know I'm not. He's a competitive.
1: idiot. I know he's not, I'm not, he, he he is the definition though of like the guy in the room. That's like looking around and it's like, yeah. And he's like laughing and he <laughs> thinks everybody's laughing with him, but really the people are laughing at him, but I don't know. I like his game. I think what he brings to the table would be great in Dallas.
0: He's always been a great shooter. He's been a good defender on bigger, like, uh, like bigs, uh, cause he's just strong and he's just built stocky. And that's exactly what the Mavericks need. They need somebody like that. Cause they have Reggie, they have Josh, who are like better on smaller, like guard types. They don't have that bigger wing. Uh, shout out to Valerie. She sent me this entire, and she sent us this, this really long <laughs> thing on, on Grant Williams about how like he's talkative and goofy, but that way helps, you know, helps with the vibes and strengthens the defense. Like they do need somebody. The maps do need somebody like that. I'd be down. It felt like it felt like in game three, when the Celtics were losing, it felt like Grant Williams and Marcus Smart were the only ones that cared at all. And so I take those guys yeah. any day of the week.
1: It feels like people don't like him. And it that part's kind of weird. Like, is he in the top five of like it's like him, Rudy Colbert, Pat Beverly? <laughs> do we also.
0: <laughs> Did, is he's part of the players association, right? Like isn't he like high yeah. up? Are they mad about the new CBA?
1: <laughs> Dwight might sign off and I'm coming to Dallas. Okay,
0: that's true. They may know, yeah, he may know him from that.
1: Let's say Boston gets put out. Yeah. And they call up Dallas and they're like, "Hey, Marcus Smart for pick 10."
0: Oh, y- you know I would do that. I know.
1: I'm, I'm 100% Smart, down smart for Hardaway and 10.
0: Hardaway and 10, I'm in. Give it to me because That's the type of player that this team needs so imagine a Kyrie Marcus smart, Luca backcourt. That's it. That's the, that's your perfect back. There's you're not getting another player besides drew holiday. That's better fit with those two guys.
1: So I haven't been as like, I I would do it. I haven't been as like a hundred percent as you. And I was texting somebody about it today and they said, but you're all in on Draymond. Why not Marcus smart? Right. And they're like, it's basically a shorter Draymond." And I was like, Okay, well, yeah, that's a point. He is, so, and,
0: he, and he shoots a little bit better than Draymond.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I have to just by my reasonings, um, <laughs> by the transitive property, you just you just got yeah. It. So yeah, I think I think I, I yeah I would do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the <laughs> thing, I'm, I'd be interested to see how he would respond to like standing in the corner a little bit more than he does, but he does he does some. They've kind of unlocked him by being a playmaker and I don't know how he fits with the Mavs offense but again you do that deal 100 times out of 100.
1: I just feel I feel like sometimes I'm watching games and I'm like I think I I feel like the idea of him is a little bit more than what he is as far as the Have you been watching
0: like, those games this season?
1: Yeah.
0: That's because yeah. the idea of the Celtics that that's the whole Celtics thing. Every Celtics game I've watched this season, they're either it's the idea of the Celtics is good or they don't like carry it out and you're like oh i can see where this team should be really good and then they're just not like i feel like this whole team has had this weird like zombie mentality they've either been either been awesome or they've just been like oh, that why isn't this team better it's like every time they
1: lose so what yeah what if they get just smashed in game five and they're like all right we got to shake up yeah, not even the coach that like we got to shape up, shake up some of the roster. Would you do a bigger deal with them to get Rob Williams with Marcus Smart yes. and you're including the 10th pick and Tim and Maxie and, you know, something else?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would do. <laughs> I would do Rob Williams and Marcus Smart and some kind of deal. Marcus Smart making 18 and a half million next year. Rob Williams making eleven and a half. So that's you're basically having to find 30 million dollars to send to the Celtics in some way. Uh, however, you can make it happen. You you do it because if you can get Luca, Kyrie, and add Marcus Smart, Robert Williams to it, that's a great offseason. That's that's both things in the offseason they needed to do that they, that they could do in one move.
1: Yeah, health health's been a little issue. Probably tough. But yeah, mm-hmm. smart a little bit too, but yeah, they're, in a way they're kind of like the Raptors in the sense of like you look at the roster and you're like, yeah, I think a lot of you would work great in Dallas. Yeah, like if they, if Dallas is in trade negotiations with Boston, I'm like, all right, I'm feeling confident. There's a lot of guys, and then they trade for like Luke Cornette. and I'm like, seriously? <laughs> um, but, but no, I mean that's it would be Luke Cornett among all of them. <laughs> yeah, it would. Anyway, that's my Boston thoughts. I obviously we talked about Jalen Brown earlier. If they do put Jalen Brown on the market, it want to be a little cold. Of you know, he qualifies for this massive contract, yeah. and then they're like, I don't know. Uh, we might trade you before you we even give you an extension. Yeah, if tough. they do put him on the market, I think Dallas should put everything that they have on the table for him because I think he'd be perfect next to Luca. But I I do think Dallas would get outbid. I I think for you sure. would see a Brooklyn, a Houston. I think you would see some of these teams come in and just lay down for you know four first. You imagine you know. an un,
0: an unprotected Houston pick in that deal. <laughs> like you're not uh, beating that with anything.
1: No. And like they got some young players. I just think Dallas gets outbid pretty quick for Jalen Brown, so yeah.
0: Yeah, it it would be great. Obviously, he'd be a, a great player next to Luca, but they they can't do it. There's just not they don't have enough stuff. Yeah. Maybe before they did the Kyrie yeah. deal, then you have three firsts. Then mm-hmm. you're like then you're like you're starting to get there. But
1: yeah. Bef- maybe before?
0: So, all right, there you go. There are Lakers and Celtics ideas for us. Let us know in the comment section. Would you do Kyrie for a signing trade for Anthony Davis? Would you do that? I'm curious if people would say no and what what you would say. Um, But we'll we'll talk about that Jared Allen deal in a couple days. Tomorrow we're going to do our Taylor Hendricks draft profile. We did our Anthony Black draft profile yesterday. We'll do the Taylor Hendricks one tomorrow. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom.